everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, shows, attractions. If it happens inside of a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always is my lovely, talented, and beautiful co-host, BK. Hi, Beaks! Hello! How are you this morning? I'm doing good. What about yourself? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for <laughs> asking. So, uh, yeah, we got a fun one today. So, this is actually an interview that we did when we were out at Halloween Horror Nights. So, we're going to be kicking that over there. But before we get to that, I want to remind you, don't forget, we have a bunch of cool merchandise at store.roosterteeth.com. We have a bunch of new holiday-themed merchandise. We have our new purple uh, This Is My Theme Park shirt shirt, which I'm so excited for. It's my new favorite annual pass shirt it's super cute the color purple looks really good on you Jack. yeah oh thank you so much i appreciate <laughs> that uh yeah so that's the store.roosterteeth.com we also have the new hat we have the rope drop running club workout shirt as well now over there so go get all that because uh, that your support in the uh, merchandise and whatnot supports the show so thank you very much for everyone to grab that don't forget to grab the postcard set too so you can send a postcard yeah, to a friend really cute. they're really really nice there's some old ones maybe we'll do another run of postcards Ooh. And do some of the newer ones. Yeah, okay. Gail Fox made some amazing art. And anytime we can show it off, I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, but also, don't forget to follow us over on social media. We are annual underscore pass over on Twitter and on Instagram. We're annual pass pod on TikTok and YouTube.com slash annual pass is where you can go and get the live version of the show. We can also see all of our, our vlogs we have. We have a bunch of YouTube shorts. We have a bunch of cool stuff over there. So have you been keeping up with all of the, the new social medias? Are you on Hive yet? Oh, yeah. You got to be on there's Hive. There's Hive. There's Post. There's a whole Mastodon, bunch of new ones. Mastodon. I don't know. Mastodon. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of new ones now. We're trying to grab <laughs> annual pass for all of them. So we'll let you know when we got all those up and running as well. But for now, follow us where we are uh, uh, available. So fun times. All right. Well, are you ready to go back in time? Yes. And, I mean, a few weeks ago. So this is Halloween Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. Are you rocking your Halloween Horror Nights? I am. Uh, shirt, I'm in my mummy jersey, shirt, jersey, jersey, sweater. I love it. It's pullover. You got the mummy one that has like the, the bandage sleeves. Yeah, That's it's so a cool. classic universal mummy. The sleeves are awesome. I'm obsessed with it. It's like yeah. my favorite sweater. It's a great, it's super, super comfy. Yeah, I got the, <laughs> I got the one that's Frankenstein. Or no, Wolfman. I got Wolfman. Wolfman yeah. yeah, I love it. Wolfman Jack. Makes sense, right? Totally. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, thank you to our friends at Universal for hooking us, hooking us up with those shirts as well. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's jump over. So in this episode, we're going to interview uh, Greg Hall and Shelby Hone, who are the uh, the creatives behind Velocicoaster. Yeah. They're like a power team that's been making a bunch of really cool stuff over there. And uh, we've talked with Greg a couple of times before this. So like seeing him, we didn't know we were going to interview him. So he just kind of showed up and I was like, oh, what's up, Greg? Like we're all world <laughs> pals at this point. So anyway, without further ado, let's go back out to Florida and talk with Shelby and Greg. We are here with Shelby Hone and Greg Hall who are awesome, awesome people here at Universal Studios, Florida. And uh, yeah, this is great to have you back. Greg Hall, you were, you were a shock. I was not expecting to talk to you. We were gonna talk to Shelby tonight, well, and, and you surprised us by surprise. popping in. So it's, it's good to see you again. I feel like we're old hat at this point. Listen, I found out you were gonna be here, and I had to show up. <laughs> Aww. Stop Aww, That's so super sweet. sweet. Well, I brought some new folks with us this time. So I've got BK and Mally with me as well. So hey, hey. I figure you and I have talked, I'm gonna talk to Shelby a whole lot tonight, but you can Let's talk go. to them. So I feel like we're all making new friends here tonight. It's gonna be good times. So you guys were responsible for probably the best roller coaster in Orlando right now with VelociCoaster. And congratulations, it's been about one year now. You guys just kind of crossed the one year mark. Uh, we wrote it today, it is still fantastic. Nothing's gone wrong. Uh, you guys, I don't know if y'all know this, but Easter egg for you, uh, these two actually star in the pre-show of VelociCoaster. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. You're lying. Stars. Mm -hmm. A uh, generous term. Thank you for that. Uh, we we panicked uh, in the background as Owen is trying to get the uh, uh, raptor situation under control. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Greg's back there, and then people are shocked. You guys weren't right. shocking the, the Velociraptors, though, so that's good. 
No, that no, 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 no. We, we weren't talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how are you guys feeling? I mean, it's been a year now. Do you feel like, I mean, did you get everything accomplished with Velocicoaster that you wanted to? Like, is there any lingering stuff like, oh, we just tweak something here? Or is like, this is this is my, you know, I hit a home run. I'm going to walk away and then work on something new. <laughs> oh, we raised the bar for ourselves. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Quite literally <laughs> with, the, with the height of that thing. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Um, the reaction is just, you know, it's just beautiful. And, you know, it's everything you would picture and uh and more and it just gives you know you get we we have new interns coming in um there's new designers and all of them have seen the reaction from the guest and you know that's their goal now so it's it's awesome seeing a new generation um inspired by the attraction and um just wanting to really show the world something new and different yeah, and it's, I, I would say it's aging like fine wine. You know, it's amazing, <laughs> these uh, little things. The landscape is getting more lush, more beautiful. We definitely designed it that way. Mm -hmm. And we were actually just uh, remarking on the fact that when we first opened, I actually only rode Velocicoaster without a mask like six months ago, as funny oh, as wow. it seems, just because of how how we did our commissioning, where we were in the world. So there's just it, it's always showing us something new, and it's... Uh, Yes, definitely a treat. Anytime the Velocophone rings, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like a big red phone with a light on it or something. Pick that thing up. Or do, they light, talk about like a, do they light the Jurassic Park signal oh in the sky to bring you in? One other thing. Congratulations. You survived your first hurricane with Velocicoaster. Too. That's significant. Wow. It's still standing. Top hat still up there, so that's great. Well, we, we actually did a full-blown interview with Greg before. Jeff and I came here a while ago. We, did, mm -hmm. we talked to Greg. We got to your backstory. But, Shelby, I want to hear a little bit about more about you so you're actually an executive producer here at Universal Studios Florida what does that mean and how did you get here so interestingly so I was the show producer on Jurassic World Velocicoaster with Greg and the partnership between the producer and the creative director is uh, a really powerful one so basically Greg's vision I'm working to clear the obstacles clear the uh, sometimes schedule hurdles sometimes construction hurdles but really make sure that the creative intent is able to stand as strong up to some of these real world parameters it's very hard to argue to make something 10% cooler but that's really what we have to do every single day uh, so I uh, recently have uh, stepped into a new role so I'm now within our core creative studio so all of the ideas for Universal Resorts around the world all start right here in Orlando wow. Singapore okay. uh, Beijing Japan truly all here in Orlando so our group at the studio is developing our long-range plan and looking out uh, years and years in the future and I am now specifically supporting media so anything that is projected on a screen uh, I am really excited to uh, ride the movies and uh, bring that into the next century with us that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so what was your start at Universal? Like, what was your first thing you did here? Did you kind of jump in as a, I'm assuming you didn't jump in as an executive producer, right? So, so I, I, I took a rambling road to get here with some pit stops down the street and other places, but <laughs> we won't speak of those. Uh, nay. So, I, uh, I, I joined the studio. So, again, the studio is where all the ideas start. And uh, it's a really amazing place because some of these really cool, exciting things are sometimes they just end up as a sketch on the wall, sometimes they really go. And I was working on a few ideas that were. Um, coming to fruition and one of those was Velocicoaster and in the studio it's very normal that we would develop an idea and then hand it off to a delivery team okay and as the timeline was coming to hand it off to a delivery team and like Greg was going to be following it through and I just uh, I 
my heart wanted what it's my heart baby. wanted. <laughs> yes. So I was very lucky to get, truly, I jumped out of the studio and into the delivery for Velocicoaster as the field producer for it. Wow. So uh, yeah, it was, it's been a really exciting road. I uh, high affinity for dinosaurs, love thrill coasters. And Islands of Adventure has always been my favorite park. And the challenge of telling such a rich story and meeting the immersive quality level that you expect from Islands of Adventure with this attraction was just too fun a challenge to pass up. I'm kind of curious, you know, there's the existing Jurassic Park River Adventure. So what was your approach with a land that kind of already existed and fitting it in there? It was an interesting challenge because as a deep Jurassic fan, I'm very aware of the differences between the franchises, right? And I so much love this last movie where we got to see the worlds combined. Yes. But kind of the average consumer we found just loves dinosaurs. Uh, and we really, uh, we wanted to truly look like the Jurassic world that people and, and guests and our youngest guests are growing up with and experiencing right now too. So trying to balance the Jurassic Park that we grew up with and loved with the Jurassic world that the next generation is growing up with and falling in love with was really important. And uh, you can definitely see some stylistic challenges and, and uh, choices that we made to try and have these sort of neutral spaces where it fits like it could be in either. And then when you are in uh, Velocicoaster, you are in Jurassic world and anything you see is within through the lens of that operating theme park. Yeah, I imagine, uh, you know, sort of uh, balancing all of the different timelines, too, has got to be interesting because you see that it's like technically Velocicoaster fits before Jurassic World, but yet River Adventures, is, it's, it's all kind of up there in the air. Is there is there like a giant, like a Jurassic Park Bible that you guys have? <laughs> that, Jurassic that, like, Park uh, guy. You know, is, is there someone sitting, you know, like with all like the different timelines in front of them? Like, Continuity how does this expert, work? Yeah. Like. We, we are very lucky uh, to have our partners at Universal Pictures, and uh, they, it, it's funny because they've, deviated from their own canon a few times as well, right? So it was great being able to work with them and really decide deliberately where we could kind of break and fudge and, and still be true to the essence and the core of the storytelling of Jurassic World and Jurassic Park. But yes, there definitely are groups and uh, uh, Con Trevorrow, who was the director of the Jurassic World films, he really prides himself on really taking very seriously these kind of small things because he knows how much it means to people and, and these small details are really important. So uh, he, he was our own fact checker in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, how cool is it to be not only be a movie director, but also have a, you know something based off of your movie become a, a theme park attraction? Like that's 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 you know dreams right there. Most filmmakers, and we're really lucky that our relationships are so good with the filmmakers. But it is every filmmaker's dream, like to take the movie that they've uh, the the world they've created in a, a common aspect ratio and uh, allow the guests to walk right through it. It's, Get great partners. That's pretty great. Well, BK, this, is a, this was BK's second time on Velocicoaster today. It almost didn't happen as well. My first time on this, it was very high octane. I was not prepared. <laughs> I got off. I said, I'm Bambi. I can't walk. I wasn't expecting this from uh, University of Studios, Florida. Just, you know, the Hulk is cool, but like, this is a game changer. And I think really it's the story that makes you want to do it again. I mean, everybody loves raptors. Everybody loves blue. But like having that immerse from the start, from the queue line to literally in the ride is what I think makes it. Is such an awesome experience. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah. Way to, way to you know crap on Hulk a little bit. Not Sorry. like anyone anyone here worked on it. Greg, I worked on all the cool look. stuff. So it's really it. cool. I lost the flip flop on that ride, but like, right. listen, the story ain't the same. Well, listen, the goal was to beat the Hulk, so you know that was. And fun. you did that. Yeah, so yeah. Mission Jurassic accomplished. Park is all about evolution. Yeah, you know, no, well, there there you this, to show a modern version of it. You know, yeah. modern, <laughs> modern version. Well, now Greg, when we talked, geez, last year when you guys were doing 
of in the opening. So, so Shelby, I believe you were speaking to someone else. So we kind of grabbed Greg and talked to him briefly in front of Velocicoaster on that, you know, June 9th, the day before the oh. official opening. If you can remember that far back, it was uh, we we talked about like any Easter eggs and stuff, and then we kind of like quizzed you again. Are there Easter eggs in Velocicoaster that have still not been found out yet? Because I know it's been open over a year now. Have, are, is there stuff in there that you know that people don't? haven't spotted or don't know about or anything maybe you can like push us in the right direction you know sometimes you play Caesar X and you know it's it's like how well did you hide it or did you <laughs> sure. hide it too well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um it's, we we're just talking about the Hulk actually and um and at, at the end of the Hulk he used to say you know I think I think this is going to work yeah and um you know, we wanted to bring that back in an Easter way in Vossel Coaster. So it actually says that in Spanish in the background while you're in the low station. Really? Um, I've noticed the Spanish at the at the end. I thought that was like, you know, staple to like giving instructions and rural emergency stuff. No, so. that's uh, one of our team members, uh, Candido. He's uh, speaking in Spanish and saying, I think I think it's going to work in, in wow. Spanish. Well, oh, that's, that's so cool. That's and also us trying to pull That's an Easter egg <laughs> in multiple ways because it's for the Hulk, but it's also for so much of the motivation for Jurassic World Velocicoaster came from the very first seconds of the first Jurassic Park movie mm -hmm. where they're loading this raptor in and you're hearing like the panic to the loading all of that and so we just wanted to also and for their people loading these raptors in there there's people behind the scenes making this happen right yeah. right yeah so it it mirrored exactly the first film um, where they're filming and they're loading the raptors they are speaking in Spanish there's a lot of you know chatter in the background so yeah. we wanted to make sure we kept that vibe even though we're in Florida you know and make sure you're transported into a different world man that is awesome yeah thinking about it now because yeah, Muldoon's there in the beginning of the movie and they've got that cage there and the, the, mm -hmm. the cage very much matches those cages you see right before the first launch too oh like, yeah and the strobe of their uh, electric yeah yeah oh man that's that's such a cool little thing. Yeah, I mean, piecing together now, it's so obvious. But yeah, that's 100%. That is so cool. Man, I love this podcast. I love that we get to find out cool stuff like that. Oh, man. Breaking news. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> we hit it too well. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, like, I, I don't know if there's anything you can allude to. Is there anything you're working on now? I mean, even just in vague terms, are you excited about the future? Is like, what, what, what do you have? What are you working on now? What is next in your repertoire? I imagine Epic Universe is probably what you're focusing on. Is there anything you can tell us at all? that is PR approved. I don't know if we have PR people here flagging <laughs> us down or anything. Listen, do not give out trade secrets, okay? Like, that's not Even, even just saying you're working on it will make me happy right now. That's all I gotta hear. Um, we can say we're really excited about the future. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did it's there. I, I love putting you on the spot, Greg. Um, it's, it's my favorite, it's my favorite. It, you know, even before this, you know, Shelby and I were just talking about some cool concepts that are just in the air right now. And there's so many opportunities. Now, Velocicoaster really opened the door mm -hmm. to take chances and show guests something that's unique. And, um, you know, it's just amazing seeing the difference in the impact of the industry and the impact even with our own company that it's giving us to to be able to, you know, we, we raise the bar. And, um, you know, we, we want to make sure that in the future we keep raising it. Yeah, and maybe another way to... Uh Without again, yes, we're all very excited <laughs> for the future. But the the awesome opportunity that we got because Velocicoaster, uh, you know, it was very successful from a number of different markers. Uh, it was so fun for us to hear us on like the Comcast earnings call as like a thing that was exciting yeah, at yeah. that level of the company. Mm -hmm. And it's really again opened up this opportunity for us to also um, 
and this feels so weird uh, to say, but uh, we are now teaching, we're now helping people, uh, you know, really understand some of the things that we did and trying to spread uh, some of the thoughts and some of the process that we developed on Velocicoaster uh, to, to bring that to other projects. Yeah, there, well. there was different techniques that we used on designing that attraction that, you know, we're showing new projects, you know, how we did it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, really implementing a, a modern way of designing rides. Hey guys, thank you for supporting Annual Pass. And we're going to take a short break right now to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Uh, Diet Smoke is our sponsor today. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products that discreetly deliver right to your door. Diet Smoke's variety guarantees there's a product for everyone. Whether you're looking for a light buzz at the end of the day to take the edge off or something a little stronger for a day's adventure, they've got you covered. Most importantly, Diet Smoke is great for all levels of THC consumers. Experienced users love the Delta 9 High for when they can't melt into their couch and still want to function. And Us Weekly just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies as best for beginners. So they got that going for them. I got a couple of their packs in the mail. It was super easy. They showed up. I just tore it open. I had half of one, and it was great. It helped me put it put me right to sleep at night because that's usually when I take mine. It helps me go to bed a lot easier, and you know, instead of kind of being like restless and whatnot, I just take one of the gummies and I just fall right asleep. And these worked magically. It was really, really good. Diet Smoke cares about their customers. On top of the guaranteed quality through available lab tests, they consistently release new flavors to keep their experience fresh. Each flavor is handpicked through several weeks of testing and sampling before release. Best of all, if you don't enjoy your experience, their friendly customer service team will quickly address the issue. For Annual Pass listeners, shop now and use code ANNUALPASS for 20% off your order. Go to dietsmoke.com and use code ANNUALPASS for 20% off your order. Thank you very much for sponsoring. Thank you for supporting the show, and let's get back to it. So now you guys have obviously worked together on Velocicoaster. So Shelby, is there a thing where it's like, are you guys paired up at this point? Like, do you guys kind of like that? Like, that's my guy, that's my girl. And you kind of just work together on things. Or is it sort of like, it sounds like now maybe you're sort of taking people under your wings and sort of taking them on. I mean, once you once you have, you know, executive producer as your title, it's like I imagine you're starting to like help other people raise them up or creative director. I mean, like at this point, people are looking at you guys as like, how did you do this? How can I do this? And has your role more shifted towards that? Or are you more, more focused on like let's make the next big coaster yes <laughs> <laughs> so both all right all, right. all of you both yeah. I, I will say it's something uh that happens on an attraction uh, on any attraction but like the team just gets this like equilibrium that's really great yeah. and uh it's a shame because even because it was such a success we had to like start like oh you know this guy was so great at this he needs to go to japan now and help with it so uh as much as we'd love to keep the family together because it got to the point that we could like predict and end each other's sentences oh, uh, and that's that. really the best sort of creative relationship so i think uh again trying to spread that out as much as we can but i do have a feeling that greg and i will be working together for uh yeah. a long time yeah definitely definitely you know i couldn't word it better than she just did you know we just you know have a way of just figuring things out pretty fast and motivating teams and you know it's pretty cool uh seeing people that we've never worked with before decided to work with us oh, wow. and um you know, just these these new projects, man, they're just <laughs> so good. Um, and 
Man, only if you knew Oof. what they were and what's going to happen. Don't do that only to there me. was someone so here who could crazy. tell us these things. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, no, it, like, it wow. is so cool, like being able to work with creatives, and then and when you get on that wavelength, like what you were saying, where it's like you start recognizing yeah, each other's synergy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like you recognize like each other's strengths and weaknesses. Like how can we complement each other? Mm -hmm. And like that's such a special thing, and that's so cool that you guys have that, and you're being able to do that and help other people kind of get to that level. But yeah, Universal, you guys have been just on fire lately. It feels like I mean, coming off Lhasa Coaster, then Shanghai. And like, you know, I try not to watch ride videos of like stuff that I want to do in the future. But what I had to watch from the Shanghai stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it looks so cool. And there's so many things. I'm like, I got to plan a trip now. And yeah, so I would love to. Oh. So if we can zoom out a little bit. I mean, this is going to be a little shady. Oh, no, but, go for it. Go for it. With it. Be shady. I love That's what it. we're here Where's for. The, mm -hmm. the head of Universal Creative, the creative arm. Mr. Was, Universal. Mr. Universal. Mr. Mark Woodbury <laughs> Papa. is okay. now head. So the, the person who mentored us and gave us uh, truly like we were picking the color of Velocicoaster with him is now head of parks and resorts globally wow. for Universal. Oh, that's huge. So, so imagine mm -hmm. a, a visionary, a true creative in a decision making role. Yes. And that is so Unique, yeah, we love that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in theme parks, and I, I think I'm just really excited. And it's really, it's, it's just, it's so exciting that somebody who's a visionary and somebody who knows the process and, and truly, uh, hmm? I think he like did the landscape design for the original. Uh, you know, again, has, has grown up in this industry too. Um, is making the decisions for Universal for the next five, 10, 15 years. So uh, the future's bright. That's fantastic. I mean, and as a creative too, I imagine you guys have just got to be psyched about that because when someone who believes in the creative you know, process and is someone who's been around for a long time is now elevated to a position of power, it's like, oh, they're they're on our side. <laughs> you know, it's like, these are, this isn't an accountant just like marking off numbers. This is right. someone who can see the artistry that goes into They get into us. It. Yeah, they they understand. The same language. He speaks the same language. And, uh, you know, uh, he wrote the, the Velocicoaster the same day we did for the first time. Oh, wow. I think he and came out at two in the morning <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. with yeah. us. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I remember, you know, the second time he wrote, um, he sat right. Oh, actually, the first, both moments were freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was talking a lot. Of, I was I was I was nervous. Oh, I was yeah, actually yeah. nervous. We were sure. all nervous. You yeah. know, we, we designed something. It's yeah. it's, it's crazy, but you don't know how crazy. But you're it's about to be. pull down the lap bar for right. the yeah, first you know, time. They and tell your boss you it is, works. Boss is there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was I was just loud, and I was like, ah, ah, and then like before the launch, and I mean we're just rolling. I'm In just it. Yeah. Yelling, talking trash. Like, ah. <laughs> and it's like, why why are you nervous? And I was like, I don't know. I'm nervous. He's like, if you're nervous, I should I should be nervous. I was like, well, you should be nervous. <laughs> 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 and so just cool. it, you know that's you know you just can't forget that and um i remember like the second time we rode with him um he was just screaming and just just happy he's like i love this ride and <laughs> you know and he's you know ceo right now so i think you know, uh, like shelby said that's so right. good so so how many people had ridden velocicoaster before you guys got on it? i imagine you guys were probably in the first hundred right oh oh uh, we were in probably the first <laughs> 10. Oh so, my. So, Before us, yeah. so let's talk about, again, delivering a ride in the middle right. of COVID. Yeah. Uh, it was so it was it was it was our first night was a little bit painful because we're so excited. Mm -hmm. Right. But we're still at peak social distancing. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. we were so um, really, really protecting those boundaries and really making sure because it was so important to us to keep going. So 
uh, the way we had to load the first vehicles and really for a long time was one person, empty row, staggered, one person, empty row, staggered. Oh, wow. Right? So uh, unfortunately, our first dispatch, uh, I think we were, what was it, like six people in, in it? In the one. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so uh, I, I believe, Greg, you might have been the first I got in the second one, but truly uh, it was just an amazing night and uh, technically the first group is like the ride, ride engineers because they're like, they really want to yeah, make sure. I think right. yeah. two people rode before. Oh, so they got to test the thing. They didn't put yeah. you in there to test it, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Who? <laughs> yeah, I do like the idea. That it's, it's procedures. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We follow the rules here at Universal Grading. <laughs> I mean, like BK, would you do that if it was like literally like they would just take out the water dummies? Like, okay, it should work. Good luck. Would you be the first one on a brand new fresh coaster? I, 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 uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if it were here, if it were built by you know Universal Studios or Universal <laughs> Florida, then yes, because I know y'all do it right. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was so interesting too because, like, you know, Universal, you guys were, I mean, you guys never, you didn't really officially announce the coaster until it was well underway. And, you know, the whole the churro stand thing was great. And I love that you really embraced that. But it, it was definitely like a new sort of approach to it where I was like, yeah, we're doing this in public. And I know I was watching videos on it. I was literally like, I was, you know, trapped. I was quarantined because we're in the middle of COVID. Right. And this is, you know, late 2020, early 2021. And I was watching people who were still in Orlando, they were able to come to the parks filming every day. It's like, oh, look, they added a little another section to the top hat and it's like that and and mm -hmm. I do appreciate that you guys like that could easily be seen as like oh they're they're taking property they're taking intellectual property from us or they're ruining the experience but Universal's been really good about embracing that sort of culture. Even us here right now says so much that you guys have reached out to us and like, hey, come to our park, experience our things, and come to our radio studio and record here. And that's been amazing. And like, I'm so excited to see that. Is that something now that when you're building new attractions, new you know, new rides and whatnot, do you take that into account? Or is it kind of like that was just a happenstance and we kind of just rolled with it? In, in that case, I think that was just this happy accident. And uh, I, I have a theory, and I think part of this the love and, and the fanfare around Velocicoaster really is that so many people, uh, and I got messages like this as well, where people felt like their life had, it was so stagnant and they felt like there was nothing they could do. There was nothing in their control. And it was a mm -hmm. really scary time. And knowing that they could go to Twitter or go somewhere and see progress happening somewhere. And we started laughing uh, during that time, like, man, people are really gonna need to scream. <laughs> so let's keep going. Yeah. And I, I think the relationship we have with our fans and, and something I love about Universal Orlando is like, you know, even like Mardi Gras, you can come to a float and throw beads and, and how, you know, how much we've always embraced our audience and giving our audience this this different type of seat and different type of relationship at Universal. So, uh, yeah, that was just a happy accident, but I hope there'll be more happy accidents in the future. <laughs> so, BK, do you want to come back for Mardi Gras and maybe throw beads with Shelby and Greg? Dude, as someone who literally grew up in Florida and has never been here for a Mardi Gras separation, I would love to. Like, that would be awesome. I am the biggest fan of uh, Mardi Gras. So it is the most amazing experience, right? Because it's just like human connection and you're making eye contact uh. with people. People are dancing. Kids are dancing. People are sharing beads. Anyway, just the the type of things we do that put the guests, uh, you know, in a, a different spot here is really cool. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Let's do it. I, Let's uh, do okay. it. You want to you you check some beads? Yeah, let's throw it. Go for distance? All right, I'm cool for that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Just go. not from Velocicoaster, because you can't take on any loose items. You got to <laughs> take yeah. those in your shirt. That would, be, that would be super awkward, man. <laughs> I was gonna say, can I ask a yes or no question that might be on the line? I mean, y'all talked about like new things coming and future is looking bright. Um, and Velocicoaster is like a ride and attraction based off of like an existing IP and stuff. Are we getting something new from existing IPs or IPs that y'all own? Like, can I expect to see maybe another movie adaptation? You can expect to be 
put into the movies that you love. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> that is enough oh, for that me. That, yeah. I mean, that but that's, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite part about Universal Studios. <laughs> like across the board, whether yeah. it's in Florida, whether it's Yoshe, like it is being able to like be in those movies. I'm a big movie geek, so like it's it's just so awesome. It makes me feel like I'm a part of it. So I'm I'm honored to be here. This has been oh. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not only that, so you guys also like are we involved with the Jurassic Park escape room coming up? The um You know, uh it's funny, uh Jurassic, like, it, there's also, like, this kind of a club of people who've worked on Jurassic because of the Beijing team. Mm-hmm. And, again, the Beijing ride and the area that they did there is fantastic and, and very much rooted in the first Jurassic World film. Um, and then uh, the Hollywood River Adventure uh, is now Jurassic World, the ride. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's funny that there's just like, hey, just had this question about a raptor. So there's <laughs> definitely, like, there is a back channel of uh, the Jurassic uh teams yeah <laughs> you're right there was the hollywood team there's our team in orlando and there was a beijing team working at the same time and um I, I worked on the beijing project for a little bit but you know the main project was the one here in orlando Velocicoaster. so oh, man that's so cool. it's pretty cool yeah we're pro dinosaur so really anytime dinosaurs Free the dinos. Are- <laughs> we all have dino stories we just talk to each other and like oh, how were the dinos in beijing yeah like war buddies you know <laughs> yeah. yeah how's your how's your raptor doing pretty good pretty yeah, good yeah, right now yeah, but that's cool, yeah. So basically, so people come like call you guys up, like, how did you guys pull this off, or like throw these techniques with it, and you answer the Velocophone and, and give them information. Yes, once again, the Velocophone rings, and and, and some other fun things uh, like. Uh, we developed and brought to life Mr. DNA for our attraction, and mm-hmm. we've been working with, uh, you know, uh, different groups. Like, how do we, could we do more with Mr. DNA? And, you know, it's just these things that we create that there's always this idea that there's this collaboration and that something that we made just for Velocicoaster could maybe be somewhere else. That's cool. That's cool. Is it possible we could get a Mr. DNA mascot for, like, a photo meet and greet? Because I would <laughs> love to have that in my how, scrapbook. I would love that, but how would it work? Because he's so I feel like you gotta, yeah. you gotta kind of have somebody with really long arms, maybe, and they have the the DNA strand yeah. kind of as the body part. Or maybe I'm, I'm maybe even like for, like April Fools, you like Raptor Encounter, you just throw Mr. DNA back there. That's and funny. Says, yeah. I like a weird Pop, puppet. Yeah, that'd be great. A wacky waving inflatable a, tube DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. DNA Horror Night House or something like that. Oh, Listen, flat suits with the, the balls on it. And, <laughs> well, there, I mean, there was there were Jurassic Park, or, yeah, dr- like Jurassic Park areas in Halloween Horror Nights forever ago. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I know back in like 2005, like I, I was at Islands of Adventure, and there was a, I remember getting spit on by a Dilophosaur. So I know what you guys have done. Well, let's get deep into that because Ooh, truly, on the ground that Velocicoaster stands, there was. One of those uh, right. dinosaur uh, haunted dun, dun, houses. Yeah, because it, it went through Triceratops and Yeah, counter, yep, right? they had a strobe light to make it look a little bit more wounded, right? Like to make it a little harder to kind of see I've what's only, happening. I've only ever seen videos too, but trust me, I'm probably at least 200 of the views on that particular YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Shelby and Greg, thank you so much. Again, we really appreciate your time here. It's, it's been a blast. And anytime we get a chance to talk to the, the creatives behind some of these attractions, we absolutely love. It's it's always fascinating and fun. And, you know, thank you for the little Easter egg there. That's cool. No, this is always fun. Yeah. You know, just call it anytime. Absolutely. You, you got to come Put out to our studio next time, right? Out. We've been to your studio so many times. You got to come Let's to go. ours now. We'll call it even. It'll be good. But Let's go. <laughs> Shelby, <laughs> uh, and Shelby and Greg, thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate your time. Have a good one. And uh, we'll see you soon, hopefully. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And that was our interview with Shelby and Greg. They're so kind, so nice. No, it's so awesome. And, like, for me, that was my first time talking to them. So, (laughs) But I have listened to, like, the previous episodes on the pod and, like, being able to, like, ask all the questions and see some, like, very, like, awesome, I don't know, 
diverse people behind the scenes yeah. just got me so excited. I was thrilled to be able to have an opportunity to like just be in the presence of legends. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a cool thing too because that night uh, they had they had closed the park down and they actually yeah. gave us access to the park while it was shut down. So get, getting to walk around the theme park when it was closed was so cool. Brought back a lot of memories of when I used to work at Disney. It was like, I oh, cried. Yeah. It was so nice. <laughs> I like actually cried. It was so cool, right? It's like it's it's so magical being in a place like that and it's like there's no one else here. It's literally mm -hmm. just us. Like that's amazing. So thank you again to Universal for bringing us out and uh, checking out Halloween Horror Nights. And thank you very much to Shelby and Greg for the interview. It was so cool. And, and getting to talk to the, getting to talk to anyone who gets to make this kind of stuff is so awesome. Like, we're in a very creative field, mm -hmm. but it, but they're on a like a different kind of creative field. So I feel like we have some kinship there, but like the stuff they're doing is so unique and so cool. And there's so few people doing that kind totally. of stuff. So it's really, really cool to kind of pick their ear for a bit. And so hopefully we're going to talk to them in the future. Maybe once we get more information about Epic Universe. They still haven't announced. Right? There's so much stuff at Epic Universe they haven't announced we're yet. We're trying. We're like, please, any I hints anything and they're like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> all right well uh, i want to remind you guys hey don't forget we have a live stream happening on uh, december 14th from 2 p.m till 4 p.m central so if you want to come and watch bk and i uh, and like do some live stream do some q a stuff we may actually be doing so uh, so the rope drop running club we're doing marathon weekend in january right right you crazy runners yeah. out in disney or yeah. doing the thing where you run around the park and so i'm currently right working right now with producer ben to try to get a treadmill <laughs> on this stream. Why do you laugh? Why, why, why are you laughing at me? That hurts. That no, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to improve myself you, and you're laughing at I'm me. I'm sorry. No, I support you. I just, Thank you. the visual is just going to be so cute. It's like, be a thunk -a -thunk -a -thunk yeah, thunk -a -thunk I'm ready I'm for like, it. Okay, everyone. <laughs> so, the reason why we're doing that is because we're actually raising money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Oh, wow. And so, uh, yeah, they, they gave us some marathon bibs to, to have for the race. And so, we're raising money for them. So, we're trying to raise some cash for them. So, we might be doing some charity stuff throughout that. So, oh, okay. um, so that's really nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So I take back the last. Me now, I retract huh? the laugh. Huh? It's gone. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Take it out. <laughs> and that again is going to be on December 14th from 2 to 4 p.m. on roosterteeth.com and youtube.com slash annual pass. So check that out when we are live next week. And uh, yeah, don't forget again, go to store.roosterteeth.com, pick up some merchandise. We have some cool new merchandise. We have those postcards. If you want to send us a postcard, because we're still taking postcards. Yeah. I love getting postcards. We actually got a wedding invitation. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't cute. know. I don't know if we'll make it. I, I, it's on my desk. I'll, I'll read it in a couple of weeks when we record another episode of this. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that. If you want to send us anything, you can send it to Annual Pass Care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. And, uh, and we'll, we'll read it on stream. But, uh, but now... Speaking of live streams and everything else, we've got a question for you because we always ask a question of the audience. And then during our live streams, so like including the one we have coming up on December 14th, we will answer those questions or we'll look over your answers and then we'll pick some people. We'll mail you some autographed theme park maps. So my question for you, you know, seeing as how we talked to Greg and Shelby, is if you could make an attraction at any park in the world, where would you build up? Where would you build your attraction? Wow. I don't need to hear what the attraction is. If you want to say it, you're, you're more than welcome to. But where would you build an attraction? Like, there's so many cool places out there that you could build a theme park attraction. Could be a show, could be a ride, could be, a, a, I don't know, a store if you want. But where would you build something brand new, something fresh? Or like, do you feel like there's anything missing from a park? That's that's my question of you. Oh. Do you have any, any ideas? I, I build it on a ship. Oh, Yeah. A moving attraction on water. <laughs> I think that's called a cruise ship, right? No, that's... no, but an attraction. Oh, okay. Like I want like a like a ride. So that... it's like a floating roller coaster yes. that just kind of just floats around the east yes. coast. Yes, you know, and... like 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 oil rig that moves around them. <laughs> So bad. Beak, Beaks is oil rig <laughs> of, of fun. Of fun. Yeah. Well, I just it has like a crane, and I'm just thinking yeah. like 
That was the visual. I want the Bowies. I want to be able to have to take a ship to the ship to the ride. Okay. okay Helicopter like, in kind of on Jurassic to Park it. style. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I would build. I would build an island full of dinosaurs <laughs> near Costa Rica. That's what I would do. Oh my god. Nothing could go wrong there, right? Well, let us know what you would what you would build. Go over roosterteeth.com, answer that in the comments of this episode, and then uh, BK and I will go through them on December 14th and pick some of our favorites and mail out some theme park maps. But uh, but BK, do you feel like you learned anything today? Oh my gosh, too much. My brain is overloaded. <laughs> they had a lot of information to ex expo expound. Is that the right word? Expunge? Ex no, expunge is ex remove. Explain? I think expound ex is the right word. Expound. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, let us know in the comments if I said that right. So... <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for watching and supporting the show. We really, really do appreciate it. Hope you're having a good December so far, and we will see you next time. Love you. Bye.